Okay, so welcome to another episode of the Biohacker Blondie podcast, where we're going to talk all about parasites today, my favorite, with Kim Rogers, and her Instagram is all about getting rid of those nasty parasites. Um, is it, it, so it's Mrs. Rogers.hood is your Instagram, right? And basically your whole page is about getting rid of parasites and how it is now. horrible parasites are and how they're in our food, water, just, um, yeah, everywhere. And then I guess I believe we're not detox, you know, getting rid of them as well as we should because of all the toxins in our bodies not working the way it should. So I feel like now we have to even pay closer attention to getting rid of parasites, traveling, all these things. And I don't even think people realize they have parasites in them. And there's so much, I mean, you're always going to have parasites as well, I believe. And then you also need to get rid of those nasty parasites. Um, So let's just, I don't know where you want to start. Let's talk about, I would love to know how you got into this because your passion for parasites is, (laughs) is amazing. Um, Your whole page is uh, contributed to uh, parasite cleansing. And you also have your own protocol with your own uh, supplements and everything. So I don't know if you want to talk about your health journey Sure. And how you got to, yeah. <laughs> how I got here. So recently yeah. I started on TikTok. I am a TikToker at heart. I have about oh. 475,000 followers over on TikTok and they deemed me with the label worm queen. So, cause I didn't want to be known as worm lady when I went viral. I was like, sat there for a few days and I'm like, I'm going to go to the people that are on my account and I'm going to say, I don't want to be known as worm lady. Could, could we all kind of come up with something other than worm lady? And okay. so we came up with the worm queen and I don't really like DA. So we're worm queen. So we just, that's where I'm at. So my nickname is worm queen and I, I wear it proudly because I really love teaching people about their bodies and their health. And I worked in Western medicine since 2004. I was a licensed medical specialist. I worked in the field and then I migrated over to academia where I was a professor and I ran 25 uh, healthcare colleges for DeVry. I authored a bunch of A&P books and medical billing and coding and medical assisting and pharmacy. And then my own health took a turn for the worst. And I started to um, really dig deep on what was going on with my body because I worked in the field and my colleagues just kept saying, look, it's endometriosis. That's what's taking you out. We don't know what else is wrong with you. All your symptoms keep pointing to that. And I'm like, something else is going on. And so I started digging on my own and looking to see what other options I had to look at. I was willing to do anything at this point because my health was declining so rapidly. What was and your so, symptoms? Um, grinding of the teeth, IBS. I stopped pooping for months on end. Um, oh. I was bloated. I had the endo belly. I yeah. continually kept going for surgeries and it would only last for a year. And then the symptoms would come back. My flares were during the full moon. My skin was totally broken out. Like I 
felt like trash on a daily basis. I, at some points I couldn't really, um, walk very well because I was in a lot of pain, which now I know I had mold poisoning. So I really just kind of started digging in and my account originally was mushrooms. Mushrooms are my jam. Mushrooms. Love it. (laughs) Mushrooms are, yeah, amazing. So good. So Mm -hmm. good. Um, And then we built this log home. So my account originally was how to self-heal using mushrooms and also showing people how we were building this log home because we started building it in 2019. Just the two of us, my husband and me. That's it. It's just the two of us that did this house. Mm -hmm. Log home so you don't have mold. (laughs) Right. Uh, But we lived in a travel trailer while we were building this log home. And that's where... The parasites came in because the water where we live is actually um, contaminated with nematodes. We had it independently tested, and so it came back positive. And that's how me and my husband got so sick. And then we were living in the mold. Yeah, those that's roundworm. Nematodes is a roundworm. Yeah, so mm -hmm, it's been a journey. (laughs) So you recently had parasites and mold. Yeah, 2019. 2019 is when we moved to our property, and I my health started declining. We actually owned this property since 2016, and we would come out here on weekends, which means I was being contaminated since 2016. Okay, wow. and then we moved out here permanently full time in 2019, and my health declined very fast when we moved out here, and I couldn't figure out why until. Until last year, I realized that in 2021 was worms. And then once I got rid of my parasites, the mold really took over my body. And I realized then I had actual mold poisoning in conjunction with the parasites, which is pretty, this is a pretty typical story for a lot of Western medicine society, chronically ill people. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think we really talk about it. And so I think when my video over on TikTok that had, 10.2 million views and a million views the first couple of hours really launched, people started coming out of the woodwork saying, I've had parasites. No one talks about it. And I'm like, look, I'll talk about it. Like I got no qualms. I will talk about anything. (laughs) I know. You know, when I first started looking into parasites, because I did a stool test, which said I had parasites Mm -hmm. and everything. Um, uh, it's kind of shocking because you you don't want to see these worms when you kind of look up pictures and stuff. You're like, is that really in me? Mm-hmm. And then when you see it come out, you're like, I can't believe that I have heard that that's in my colon coming out. Like, <laughs> yes, that's the itchy. Why do you know? You start to go into kind of a denial. Yeah, and because they can control you a little bit. Then yeah. you're like, I don't have that. That's not what's wrong with me. <laughs> so how did you find out you had parasites and mold? Did you do a stool? Did you do blood tests? Um, I know it. like for my mold, I believe that was part blood. Mm-hmm. And then parasites was the stool test. So did you do both or? Yeah, I did okay. it all. And you can actually tell when your EOS or your um, esophils 
is high. So I actually would always see that my EOS on my blood work was high. And yeah. I usually went around the full moon to get my blood work done, which is kind of strange because it really never correlated until I went viral. And then the moment I went viral, it was like this level of a, being awake went to a whole nother level. And I'm like, oh my God, it's all making sense. Like the piece of this puzzle was missing for years. And then all of a sudden I got it in the moment that I went viral on TikTok. And I, I watched someone talk about how their depression and their anxiety and their body just wouldn't change. And then they did Paragard, which is what I started doing and kind of is what made me develop my own kit, Parify, because of how harsh Paragard was on me. I wanted something that was a little easier. Is Paragard medication? Is that the No, it's like oh. you can buy it over – over on Amazon, it's like $30, but you should do more than just a main cleanse. With Paragard, you actually have to add more supporting tinctures and a yeah. binder. And I didn't know any of that. I come from Western medicine. A binder to us is if somebody is <laughs> overdosed or alcohol poisoning and we're trying to remove the toxins and a high dose of charcoal that's really what a binder is. I never really knew that you took it in a micro dose and it like helps, you know, pull all of it. Now I know. And that's why it's in our kit. But before I was like, what are you talking about? Charcoal? Like People do not know what charcoal mm -hmm. is. Like when I bring charcoal around to people, they're like, what do you mm -hmm. do? like charcoal? They think of like barbecue charcoal. Yes. Like, yes. And I'm like, no, no, no. You need this. I actually take it if I ever do drink. Like I actually take it before mm -hmm. I drink. Um, I've also heard. Anytime you eat junky. Yeah. Like, or like even sushi. I've, I've seen yes. say when I have sushi, I take the charcoal. Just, I don't mm -hmm. know. Like, so because uh, Chang did not let them settle. So I watched this chick on TikTok talk about how she almost herself because of worms. And that was what she said. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm gonna go ahead and give it a try. It was a trend on TikTok. And I had about 10,000 followers around this time. So I had a a good account over on TikTok for just being a homesteading account, talking about building and and then I took it and within three days three days. The first thing I noticed was the pain on my right side where my endometriosis always was flared up was gone. The movement that I was having in my nether regions was <sighs> gone. And I looked in the toilet and it was a disaster. Like it was carcasses. I saw worms. I saw flukes. I saw eggs. And I always had seen them before, but I never really realized until I took a dewormer that, oh my God, like this is really what was going on with my body. And so I started digging even more and I found out that I had cryptosporidium parvium, which is parvo that kills puppies. And mm -hmm. it actually was affecting my kidneys and my liver. Cause at one point when I was deworming with Paragard, I went yellow and I like, I'm like, what is going on? I actually have videos because I've documented every single day of my journey since then. Wow. And so I was kind of yellow. And now I realize it was because I was removing liver flukes. And so my liver was really having a hard time keeping up with the bile. And then I wasn't using a charcoal. So I wasn't using a binder. So my body was even being put more through intensity. Yeah. And then that's kind of how my kit came about was I started adding things to it to make it an easier cleanse for me. And then my husband hopped on and he is a baby 
So I had to make sure whatever I gave him was very supporting or he'd be like, I'm never doing this again. And I'm like, I got to make sure you're good, buddy. (laughs) 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 No, I've heard too, like even with parasite cleanse, it can be kind of brutal. Like you kind of get some fatigue or some, you know, these symptoms kind of um, that what do they call it? The wear off or die off. Yeah. Yeah. So there, that can be a little like harsh initially on the body. So, so then I did get a stool test because I'm like, Oh my gosh, like what's wrong with me? You know, like at this point now I'm, I'm literally docking my documenting my entire journey. Everyone can watch it. And I'm talking about it and documenting your stool or anything like all this never showed it Mm -hmm. I've seen some I've seen some people on Instagram show it and I'm like wow that's pretty that's pretty vulnerable we get hundreds a day we get so many like when I hire my team the first thing I ask them is how do you feel about seeing poop pee and worms and if you don't like it you can't be on the team because we get them in our dms our emails and our comments when you can post a picture and we have a Facebook group so I found out really fast that TikTok doesn't like seeing worms and I was getting in trouble all the time. So I quit really? showing other people's worms. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I know. I own a page now. We actually are doing an ebook. So people that give us their worms, we're actually creating a parasite identification ebook. But we have about 500 worms that I've identified that are on my, my website. Wow. Five. Okay. <laughs> There's so many out there. So how do you, I mean, it I, I just like, we're always going to have worms in our body, right? Um, Not necessarily. We're right. always working towards making our body inhospitable so they can't make a home. Okay. And what happens with a lot of chronically ill people, especially like myself, where I sit a lot and I don't, I didn't eat the best. I'm the best host. And then they start to absorb things like the heavy metals and the mold spores, and then you get allergies. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, and at this point, I guess I've been deemed kind of an expert, is our bodies 100% should not have parasitic activity going on in it it at all. Our bodies need to be brought to that homeostasis level. And in order to do that, we should be cleansing three to four times a year. When you haven't cleansed since birth, like Mexico, Latin America, you know, Korea, the Amish, all of these people cleanse at least two times a year. A parasite cleanse. Mm-hmm. Strict. That's what build. I was going to ask you mm-hmm. because it's like if you do this once, which I have done. So when I went to my doctor, I had some gut issues and then found out, okay, I have parasites and mold. Mm-hmm. Um, and he actually, I think it was pretty bad to where he gave me a parasite medication initially. Yep. Um, and then I also did ozone. I don't know okay. what your thoughts are for ozone. 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 Yeah, that was the game changer. I did IV and then raspberry mm-hmm. house on mold and everything. So I did rectal ozone for a while. And I would see every time I would do that in the morning, actually, I would see parasites come out. And, um, so that was I guess, very helpful because I saw them come out all the time. I was like, is this, you know, at first you're like, wait, what is this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, okay. So, you know, I felt, I really felt I got my system, you know, cleared and everything, but I did it once. And then, you know, I went to Mexico last year and I just felt like I, something was off again. 
And it was like this weird bloat, like my cravings, just like everything was off. And I just knew like deep down, I feel like Mm -hmm. I, there was some parasite because even the person I went with got really sick and took antibiotics, but I did not. Um, So I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. um, But I think one thing that has helped me, if you've heard of the Symbiotica Para-X, Um, I started taking that. And I think finally, after taking that, that really just got rid of whatever. And I taking a charcoal, I I love Quicksilver, um, scientific, their charcoal Mm -hmm. binder with the clay, which I saw yours has the bentonite clay and the charcoal, Mm -hmm. your little, uh, concoction for the binder, which is great. Cause I think that just like, people don't realize if you're going to detox or do these things, you need to get out of your system. You need to grab those things. Right. So, um, yeah, I finally feel that bloat and that weird, I mean, some weird bloat was happening. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, so that was kind of a game changer for me. So you're saying about twice a year, at least people should do three to four. four. Okay. Not a one and done and see that's That's where the difference of what holistic medicine versus, uh, and traditional versus the Western is that. We're so used to taking one pill and having it solve everything. And unfortunately, if you're not washing your produce and you eat raw produce, even eat it out, right? I don't eat raw produce anymore when I'm out and about. The only time I eat raw produce because I know that I'm soaking my produce appropriately and I also use ozonated water with the Thurisage O3 bubbler, I only will eat. I will only eat my produce. I will not eat produce when I am outside of my household because worms and parasites live in produce. That is exactly why Mexico, which we eat their produce, knows to cleanse because they know that their water system, which my water is terrible. That's how I got sick. So I was washing my produce with my water, which was contaminated. So what happened? I was just continually contaminating myself because I was rinsing my produce with the tap water that was um, affected. I don't do any more. People don't think about this, but I I mean, living in LA, the water's horrible here. So I have my AquaTrue filter water and I only soak my my produce in that water. I I put in a bowl and I do that because I just, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, the water here is full of chlorine. Yeah. Um, and it's so toxic for the body. And so and chlorine loves chlorine and cryptosporidium parvium actually work together. So second one, cryptosporidium parvium, which is a very common parasite. It's like Giardia, wow. deep fried Gilles, and wow. crypto are the three that are in contaminated water. Wow. And a lot of people think that bleach or chlorine will ruin or get rid of it, but actually they live together. And I found that out when I got sick and I got our water tested. So all of everything I've done in order for me to talk about it on my account, like my ethics is I need to have done it, researched it and had a solution before I even talk about it on any of my social platforms. So I think that, I think people think that when you go to a restaurant that they're actually caring about your, your well-being and they are not washing their produce. Like, I'm just going to be real. I talk with a lot of chefs. They're like, I mean, we don't really, we might rinse it. Well, they're rinsing it with the water in which we're trying to not take. So 
that just by itself, you should be cleansing three to four times a year because that by itself can cause an issue. Now, if you go outside and you're walking barefoot, that's hookworm and tapeworm and roundworm. And if you have dogs and the dog went to the bathroom and then it rained and you haven't dewormed your dog and then you step where your dog's eggs are, right? Because the dog's eggs, that's really what we're worrying about. We're really worrying about microscopic eggs that go into the bloodstream and then spread all over. And I really think that a lot of people think that it's this physical worm and that it's only in the gut and the colon. But in reality, mine was everywhere. I had I had in my lymphatic system. It's in your blood. That's how when they take your blood, they can test your blood for the EOS, which mm-hmm. can be high, and especially in people that have mold and parasites. Can you say what EOS is for the uh-huh. <laughs> it's an esophil. It's part of your white blood cells mm-hmm. and it's standard on most CBCs, which is a complete blood count. Mm-hmm. So when that's high, a lot of doctors just go, oh, you are fighting an infection. Mm-hmm. But if you look at exactly what that is, it's fungus, mold, and parasites. That's the three indications. And when you're above a specific number, it means that something in your white blood cell count is being attacked. Yeah. And that's why your level is high. And so when mine was high, while I was seeing worms, I realized that that's what it was. So then I got my stool checked Mm -hmm. and I realized that from my stool coming back that I had parasites and then I had them come out of my feet. And then I had my water tested. So it was like a series of events that I just kept digging and my water came back positive. And then I was like, well, that's what's happened. You know, where did you get your water? How did you test your water? Parasites.org. So you just send them a sample of your water and then they can Mm -hmm. say, hey, this is in it. Yeah. And the state of Washington got involved. But of course, they came back and said, we don't see anything. And I had my water tested in multiple places where I would come in my travel trailer. I had it tested. I had it tested straight from the street. Mm-hmm. And then I had it tested across. So, I mean, I was like, I know I'm going to get pushback from all of this from the state. So I made sure I covered all my bases. It's like a realtor trying to sell you a home. Of course, they're going to hire someone that says you have no mold in your home. Right. <laughs> yeah. You kind of have to do a third party, you know, test for these things because Mm -hmm. mold, your water, all this, you have to go to the right labs. And even when I do, you know, some testing for parasite stool, you have to go to the right labs and the microscope makes a difference, like all these little things. So I always suggest getting the kind of like two, you know, opinions Mm -hmm. or labs or whatever. So, um, I took my stool and I, the same stool went to parasites.org as it did LabCorp. Okay. So the same stool and LabCorp came back negative yeah. and parasites.org came back positive. I know. I actually, when I, when I did my stool test, my first one, um, and I did one, I did one with one medical and then my other doctor who was amazing. He works with like Mark Hyman, everything, but he actually had my my stool go to, I believe, Africa for a special, uh, yeah, someone, uh, they have like a special microscope there. Mm-hmm. So he really wanted to use that one because they get, I guess they dive deep into the stool and see everything. Yep. <laughs> they, they spread it out because I used to teach lab techs. Okay. That was part of my job when um, I worked in academia. 
So the way they spread it out, and if they can't see it on that first level, then they can go in and do multiple different levels in the microscope to look to see. And they also have different ways of looking at the stool in, in the sample so that they don't, because you're only giving them a small sample. Yeah. Yeah. You're and, supposed to go in and take different parts of the stools. Well, and days. Yeah. So yes. that's a, and if you don't refrigerate it and you send it and it sits out, which is what happens in Western medicine's labs is that it sits out. And when it sits out, those things die and then they're not able to see them. So when you're sending it to an independent lab, it's all they're doing. They have more instructions. They, they're there to hold your hand. And that really kind of makes a big difference because half my sample got lost at LabCorp. Really? So then they just said, sorry. And I'm like, yo, like I'm checking my stool at a full moon at the heightened. I've stopped all <laughs> of my antiparasitics for two weeks, you assholes. And now I've got to do this all over again. Like it was, know, know. it was bad. Sorry, I swore, but I was so mad. <laughs> no, it's not fun to do a stool test. It's kind of like. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so you recommend parasites.org as a great. Uh, yes, to do a stool test. Okay, and your water I've been as well. With them for two years, it's been wow. two years. I I sought them out just randomly. They didn't come to me when I started going viral. I actually went and sought them out. So it wasn't like, oh, this this worm queen went viral. Let's go to her. I actually went to them and I researched them because you know millions of people are now watching me and I want someone that's very reliable and isn't just someone that's like, Ooh, let's hop on her train. You know, I really needed someone who was really reliable for my own self because I was really very sick. I mean, if you watch, if you look at what I looked like two years ago, I, my skin is very, it glows and is in really good condition. And it was not when I first started. And I think that that really was a big contributing factor to find out what else was going on with me. Because I knew something like five years ago, I thought I had parasites. They were going to do a biopsy on my nether regions because I had a weird white spot and they couldn't tell me what it was. And so they were going to take a little bit of a biopsy of my, my oh, area. Wow. And I said, let me come back in 10 days. I actually was researching colonics to see if that could be a reason. And at the time, you know, there wasn't a whole lot out there to look at. And so 10 days later, I came back and it was gone. And I'm wow. like, this is weird. I said, Aragard? no, this was like five years ago when I first, my health first oh. started to decline. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I put my so head in the sand. I was like, I can have worms. And my doctors were like, you don't have worms. It was just a bump. And I'm like, okay, well, I get itchy. Like, you know, I have itch. And then now I know that my dog had crypto. My sign of a parasite. Yeah, like, yeah. And like, my dogs had roundworm. And now I know I had pinworms. I had roundworm worm, and I had crypto. So wow. now I know looking back, right? Like I'm starting to investigate and figure out what was really going on with my health because no doctors wanted to help me. Yeah, I know. I think you go to a typical doctor and yes, they're great at surgery or giving medication mm -hmm. or emergencies or any of that, um, doing your typicals. But 
Um, when it comes to finding the root cause, that's you got to kind of do your own little research or go see a functional medicine doctor that can really figure out what's going on. Um, so, and then how much are these tests at parasite.org, like the stool? And do you need to have a functional medicine doctor? Can you just order them? And then how much are they? They're about two fifty oh, each. Good. Yeah. yeah. So we just budgeted it into our yearly allowance for medical for my husband and me. So we get two to three times a year testing, poop or oh, water. For mm-hmm. water and stool, you yep. do that three times a year. Sometimes this and this year we we did it twice a year. Last year we did it three times a year. This year because we see the results of all of our cleansing and we know now pretty much what we're up against. And because of those tests, it actually helped me develop the herbs that are in the Parify kit because I had such a wide range. And so did Jeremy. We had different uh, parasites. Mm. He had, he didn't have pinworms. I did. He had roundworms. So did I. So every, and then I saw a lot of tapeworms because the minute that I started talking about this, I just, so many pictures came across and a lot of people had tapeworms. A lot of people had the roundworms, um, flatworms, you know, like I Which started just from cats again. Isn't there one that also comes from toxoplasmosis? Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I was and just- that's what the the maker of the Para-X talks about. So mm-hmm. Para-X has been marketed for skin and really towards females because when you use these herbs, they're anti-aging herbs. They're, they're, the herbs that I specifically use, the two that I have that no one else in any of these um, parasite, parasite cleanses uses. So I use Usnea and Lungwort, which they're okay. herbs that I forage. Those are two I actually have never seen in any mm-hmm. of these. So can you go, can you talk about those two herbs? Because yeah, those are, I've heard of everything I feel like, but those are the two I have not heard of. So I was going to ask you about those. Yes, <laughs> they're my favorite. So when I started doing all of this, I was breaking it down in a logical medical fashion. When you're taking wormwood and you've got inflammation, what is going to come behind to help clean anything up? That is what a supporting type of tincture does. Or in our case, it's tincture. In other people's cases, they use pills. And I'm just not a pill fan. I have pill exhaustion. I like my tinctures. They're so much easier to manage. You can tailor five drops, 15 drops you have more control over your cleanse. That's why I did tinctures. So when I started digging in, um, my my Parify, the main cleanse is pretty typical. Wormwood, black walnut hole, garlic, clove, and hawthorn. Hawthorn and tapeworms, they don't get along. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, I love Oregon grapefruit as an antiparasitic, but what else does Oregon grapefruit come in and clean up? Inflammation. It helps curve your appetite, which is a problem when you're deworming because they don't want to die. So you're trying to go in and kind of calm your appetite down so that you're not allowing yourself to continue to strengthen them and feed them. Well, when you look at that, then you bring in the usnea. Usnea is old man's beard. It hangs in. um, It helps trees breathe. And it's an herb that's been used since 
before I could ancestors, like this is how the ancestors cleansed. It also is an antibiotic. So when you're releasing bacteria and viruses, it needs a way to be cleaned up. So that is what Usnia does. So okay. Usnia also was used by the big P to help people lose weight. So it helps with your appetite as well. So wow. the supporting tincture sustain. So we have three tinctures, Parify, Sustain, and Metal Flush. And then we have a binder. It's called Cinnabin. Mm -hmm. So when you're going and using your main tincture, you're dropping all of that junk and you need a way to clean it up. So Usnia comes in and cleans all the bacteria up that's being dropped by the parasites and worms. Okay. And, and it also- Out of what? your system, you're pooping yep. it out basically. <laughs> right. So it's like a symphony of herbs. Each time something happens, you've got to have a way to come in and clean it up or it's going to make you sick. So when what I- the, So what is the difference between the charcoal and the usnea? Or is that kind of the oh, same? It's, not it's a all different. So I'll, I'll, I'll break that one down too. Because I picked Ceylon cinnamon and coconut activated ah, charcoal for our binder for a reason. Okay. So when What's you take- the difference with the binder versus this cleaning it up? Okay, so usnea, so when you're releasing the parasites and it's dropping bacteria and viruses, the usnea comes in and kind of cleans it up as an herb. It kind of works its way through your, your bloodstream so that you're not having the die-offs, but it's not a binder. And we'll, I'll talk about the cinnamon as a binder. So then when you come in and you bring in metal flush, which is our third tincture, Mm -hmm. Heavy metals weight the parasites down. So when someone comes in and is using something like zeolite, it's mm -hmm. releasing the metals, but it doesn't come in and kill because it, it's not an antiparasitic. It doesn't come in and remove the parasites. So when you're going in and you're breaking down with a parasite cleanse, you need a heavy metal detox because you're going to release the metal. The wormwood comes in and kills out the parasite the usnea goes in, removes the bacteria, and then the binder comes in and binds all that crap together and allows it to not get absorbed into your bloodstream, making you feel sick and goes through into your poop. That's, That's kind cool. of the symphony of the herbs that we created. And you have to bust through that. So Metal Flush has another herb in it called Lungwort Lichen. And it yeah. is a mucus breaker, which is a biofilm buster because okay. that's what they live in. Okay. So each one of the herbs plays a part all the way down to our distilled water. Like we literally put every single thing in our kit that you need. Wow. That, so you, you also are saying most of the time, if people have these parasites, you have heavy metals, is that mm -hmm. what and bacteria as well. So right. that's why you need this whole step process to get rid of yes. all of that and then flush it out. Right. Okay. Okay. So that's you can why you do it all. What was that? Most people would like you would say that most who have parasites also have heavy metals yes. and have some bacteria that should not be there. Mm -hmm. And probably spores because they don't have to move to absorb the nutrients, the good and the bad. They can just lay there and you're just feeding them. And that's why you feel like trash because the rest of your body is not getting it anymore. Nutrients, yeah. Yes. They're taking it all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they are. Parasites are another thing. Like people don't think about this, but my friend also, 
and even in our water as well. Yep. So if you're going swimming, so mm-hmm. she actually had the one where it kind of like goes to the brain and can make you, I don't like, there's a specific one. I forget. It's like the brain eating parasite or something. Aniba. And, Aniba. Yeah. And you can get it just by swimming in a lake or yeah. I, I think. She, so these are things too, when you go on vacation, which my doctor, mm-hmm. he used to do some podcasts too, with kind of Ben Greenfield and everything and saying, Hey, you might've got this from, you know, mm-hmm. swimming on in some water when you traveled here or traveled there. So people don't even think it might not even be something you're drinking. It could right. be swimming in this type of water that has parasites where they can live. So, showering and showering. Showering. Right? Yeah, I know. And- you open your mouth. That's how I got it. I didn't get it from drinking my water. I got it because I brushed my teeth under my tap water. I showered. I opened my mouth sometimes. I washed my hands and put my contacts in and I had one in my eye because yeah. it was the water and then I put it internally. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So you think when, whenever you travel, do you do a parasite cleanse after like say if you go to Mexico, do you do that? And then, you know, I've seen a lot of people just go to Mexico, get pretty sick and then mm-hmm. they come back and they're just like, well, it lasted a week or, you know, five days or whatever. I puked or pooped right. or whatever. And then they're they fine. just laid eggs. But then, but then I'm thinking, mm-hmm you know, this starts building up in your body and this parasite or something, and it gets worse and worse. And then they have some symptoms six months later and they're like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And it's because, so even if they do get sick and they feel better in a week, they should probably do some type of yes. parasite cleanse to make sure that's not staying in their body. That's what so, we do. Okay. So every time you travel, you do a parasite mm-hmm. cleanse <laughs> while I'm traveling. Yes. While we take, or after? We both. It depends. Like we just got back from a cruise. It was Mm -hmm. in Alaska, but I still cleanse and I'm still cleansing because I don't know how, where their produce came from. I don't know where, if, where their meats came from. I don't know that stuff. So do I want to live my life? I do. I don't want to be chained to this anymore in my life. So I'm just, I just, protect myself by the end of the night. I do my parify and my whole kit because it gets into your stomach acid and they like stomach acid and I'm making it neutralized or my husband will do it right after he eats something as like a digestive support in it. And then sometimes we actually do synthetic ones because I was so sick that I will never want to get sick like that again. So I actually will do synthetic driven ones, but I always follow it up with herbs because those synthetics are only for the specific parasite or worm that I took it for, where you can actually catch a variety of things and just not know it. So you might as well just be proactive, you know? Yeah. So, and what do you mean synthetic? Just like an actual medication? Yeah. Or- so I have uh, like Benbendazole or Menbendazole or Alenia. And it's kind of crazy because we went to we went to St. Martin and went right to their pharmacy and we got like a year supply wow. for like $42. <laughs> and that six of those that's pills, we got like a lot of them. medical. <laughs> they like looked at me like, I go, hey. Six of these is $1,000 in the United States because it's really difficult to get your insurance mm-hmm. to pay for medications unless you're using a Western lab. Yeah. And even then, when my husband came positive, his insurance would not pay for his antiparasitic pills, and it was $999. Oh, 
Wow. Oh my gosh. I know this whole, the whole system. And I think, you know, testing for mold, testing for parasites can really save people and, and Mm -hmm. be a preventative because it's just destroying your gut, which is all just so important for your immune system. So it's like, I don't know why these tests are not covered by insurance when it can help so much. I mean, mold is so toxic. I had mold. I was uh, sick. I lost half of my hair. Wow. Last year. Wow. You can go back and look at my videos. I didn't know. I had aspergillus niger poisoning and it was at a level I should have been hospitalized. Yeah, I had a really, I think, I don't know what the, you know, I think the range was zero to 10 and one of my molds was like at 150. It was very, very high. And I had no idea. I just went in and I was like, you know, I've got issues and then come back and you're like, oh, and then you heal and you get better and you're like, oh, this is how I'm supposed to feel. I mean, I honestly just normalize that fatigue and these yep. things going on and brain fog and everything. And I normalize it. And I think a lot of people normalize being sick. They do. And- We've normalized it and you're not supposed to be sick. And we blame age. We're like, oh, I'm getting older. And like, this is why. And then I have this weird blow. And then you start to like normalize this bloat. And it's like, no fatigue, like you should feel energized. And I think that really helps your mental state as well. And so it's like, all these things can make you feel amazing too. And also be a preventative of disease. So, you know, these things, I don't know why insurance doesn't cover it, but it's, it's, I would love for insurance to cover like, you know, these tests, the blood and the stool test and everything. Well, someone um, has to go in and actually recode everything so it's not a copyrighted word. So yeah. one of the things I did when I wrote books was I wrote a book on medical billing and coding, and I taught all of the medical system how to run things with electronic medical records, which we were kind of all diving into about 11 years ago when they decided to regulate all of our insurance to be on electronic medical records. And we changed the way that insurance looked at people's diseases and how we would change and pay for those diseases. And so a lot of our labeling is specifically for insurance to pay the doctors. That's why. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, we change this. <laughs> there's like a code, and the we code has to follow. Yep. And if you can't provide as a doctor or a practitioner that specific code with proof, the insurance will not pay. And we don't have mm-hmm. enough reliable tests to allow the insurance to pay for that code. It's all codes. It has nothing to do with you as a human or you as your diseases. It has to yeah. do with a very black and white code on how they get paid and how the doctors get paid. Yeah. So we won't won't get into too much. No, we won't. But (laughs) the thing is, is it is expensive. Like I know it's expensive to go rogue and do it yourself, but so is the amount of money I spent trying to find out what was wrong with me. I know. And then if you don't take care of it now, you're going to pay for it a lot more in five, 10 years for something else. So that's why... I'm like, you know, I'd rather put my money towards some, you know, healing mm-hmm. now and pre and be preventative than, you know, some del- like disease later on. Um, well, that's why we made Parify so cheap and it's 30 days. And within 30 days, you really are going to know is a root cause of your chronic illness 
and your health declining, is it parasites? Because yeah. if you're taking an antiparasitic and your health improves and you start yeah. to feel better, that's what was wrong with you. Candida, uh, heavy metals, the, the parasites themselves, and then a binder pulling it out. And, you know, is that what it is? And so for 30 days, for $100, you're going to know, is that the problem? Yeah. And then if you're, you come off of that and you're still not feeling well, you can continue to do it. And that's what my whole company is about, mm -hmm. is holding your hand while you're doing it, guiding you to the right practitioners to help you. We really... We hold the space and that's why I started the company. It's nice that we have a kit and we all get paid for our time, but that wasn't why I invented a kit. I invented a kit so I could pay other people to help you find out what's going on because sometimes that's all you need is just someone encouraging you. Yeah. And I, and this is just something it's not going to hurt you. So it's like, right. you just can try this out if you think you're parasites it's always mm -hmm. great to do this cleanse anyways. These herbs are just mm -hmm. always great. Even if you're sick, like these things are just like, you know, if you start feeling something coming on, like I, I you know, I take the Para-X or I take my like oregano drops or like I saw also your stuff had some garlic. Mm -hmm. I mean, these natural remedies of herbs and garlic can be wonders just if you start to feel like a, you're yep. getting a virus or something. That's you know? what we take it for too. And we yeah. soak our herbs. So we're like, we're like two to four weeks processing because we manufacture our own. I, I ethically source or forage the herbs that are in our kit. We get, we have jugs that we, we put all of the herbs and we soak them for five to six weeks in a facility that's in Jonesboro that we built ourselves. Wow. We do everything our, on our own. We're not in a lab. We are everything. From the moment you place your order, your, your kit is handmade. And so we actually soak all of the herbs in all of our kits. We actually purchased a pill machine that uses the capsules. So we make our own binder. We, mm. we bought that. Um, I actually learned how to bring it over from China. I went through the DEA. I went through uh, having a broker. Like I did it all myself to get it to the United States. And then we make like 8,000 capsules in an hour where we were hand pressing and it would take us about nine or 10 hours to make 8,000 capsules. So we really <laughs> cut our lead time in half, but we soak the herb. We have our own patent recipe that then we make the tinctures. We process the tinctures. We have our own labels. Like we are it. We do not outsource anywhere. Everybody works for Rogers Hood and it's Rogers Hood that does it all. That's so amazing. So, okay. So while we're, I'm just going to ask you some questions really quick. Yeah. Um, I didn't see oregano in any of your tinctures. Is there a reason why? There is because oregano should only be used between 10 to 14 days okay. in process time. It should look at, you should look at it as an antibiotic. If you overuse oregano, it can actually, because it's considered a hot herb. Uh -huh. So you actually want to be really careful. And when I first found out I had mold poisoning, it was because of oregano oil. I actually took too much of it for too long and I wasn't really following what I should have been following and with oregano oil. I mm. I got really it was it's too too it's too hot of an herb. Okay. So Just my like personal 
like almost like you just don't you shouldn't be taking that for you should be taking it as like an antibiotic 10 to 14 days okay. is really what it should be used um my doctor dr giles she actually sees people via zoom um but when i first went to her I was on oregano oil for three months and I did it to rid myself of a specific parasite. And when I found out my eyes were swelling shut, we thought I was having an allergic reaction to the, the oregano oil. And then we started running the test for the mold. And what happened was I got off of wormwood and wormwood suppresses mold spores. When I got off of the wormwood to take a seven day break from my Parify cleanse, that is when the mold started taking over my body. And I was taking oregano oil in order to, to counteract what was happening. And it actually was causing kind of like a storm in my body. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I did not know that about oregano, but this is great information. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then another question I have, have you done IV ozone? Did you do mm -hmm. any ozone for the mold? Um, so you did, you've done IV ozone. I did. I did that with a bunch of NAC and, but my doctor does all of that. Okay. So you kind of have done the IVs and the protocol. Mm -hmm. you feel I love ozone. I my know. I see a holistic biological dentist and he has me oh, swish no. ozone in your mouth. Actually, yeah. Thurisage, if you haven't done this, you should because you love ozone. Thurisage has that bubbler, but it has a medical attachment to it. You can buy in addition to the bubbler. The bubbler is $100. And then the, the attachment is $88. And you can make your own ozone oil, your own ozone water. And if you put it in a water pick, it'll actually change your gums. So what I do is I water pick with ozonated water and then I use an ozone oil because I have a lot of crowns and I put them all along the edges of the crowns to help keep the bacteria away. And I, so when I first started doing this at the beginning of the year, my level was at 3.2 with bacteria in my mouth and I'm at a one now with bacteria in my mouth. Okay, because mm -hmm. I have been listening to so many podcasts about oral health. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's part of your digestive tract. Yes. I mean, and if you have bacteria and then they can do a whole scan. I mean, these functional dentists are becoming a little more popular and they're realizing like even I've discovered a remineralization. Um, I, I forget it's in some toothpaste and everything. So mm -hmm. that's part of remineralization. Then the bacteria is huge. The root canals, it's, you know, yes. dentistry is just kind of. And you're swallowing it, right? It's just, so and it's swallowing right. the bacteria. Too. It's just, mm -hmm. it's horrible. So she actually, your dentist did a scan yes. and then found out you have this much bacteria. Yes. And now you're way down by doing the ozone and everything. Right. Wow. Okay. I'm, this, this is, it, so I do have an ozone machine too. I, I have um, Simply O3. Okay. Yeah. So I did the water and then I was right. doing the I haven't been using it lately. It is kind of a little, you know, you, I have to do the, like, does yours have the oxygen tank? And then you have to like. No. Okay. No, that's great. Yeah. You really should go look at Thurisage. They also okay. have a program. They're super awesome. But it's like the machine is this big. Oh, okay, okay. And I, and I, I use like my I gotta, I Yeah, no, I know which one you're talking like about. Oxygen tank, and then I got nope. these tubes and everything, and then yeah, it's, it's so easy. And so you, I actually 
got it for my produce because I'll soak my produce in the soak with the vinegar, Celtic sea salt, and lime, and then distilled water. So that's how I soak my produce. And then I don't rinse it. I stick it in the ozonated water that I put the Thurisage machine in. You should check it out. It's so yeah. cool. It's And then they have attachments and the attachments are like literally this big. Like Aww. you look at the attachments and be like, how does that work? But the way that it creates the ozonated water that is, is medical grade. And okay. so that's kind of what they did. It's super smart. Uh, the owner of Thurisage's daughter had Lyme. And that's uh, how oh, all yes. of the stuff was created for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ozone is great for Lyme disease as well. It, it is. Okay, so you've done the ozone. You're doing your, mm-hmm. you're going all full like teeth, gut, cleanse, yep. everything, and you feel a lot better. I would totally say, different. Yeah, your energy, um, your mm-hmm. hair. You were saying so now you do, do you ha- not have hair come out at all, and then your skin. I've seen amazing skin, things on your page too with them with people doing the parify and the mm-hmm. protocol and then they've had rashes or these weird skin issues and then they disappear or they they're gone after the cleanse. So then you had yep. you have rashes? I did. I had eczema. Okay. Um, I had a lot of acne and I couldn't figure out why because I don't I don't eat I didn't eat like trash and it was because they were trying to get out of my skin. Because they need to escape. When you start making your body inhospitable, they don't really care where they're coming out of. Eyes, nose, mouth, your skin. And that's why you need a good binder and you need to make sure your pathways are open. Peeing, pooping, and perspiring. If you're not doing those things, you shouldn't do any cleanse. until I know know people like the, you know, sweating, doing a sauna is also Mm -hmm. really important for detoxing as well. Yeah. Um, And then... Oh, I was going to ask you something else. Oh, did you ever fast or, and mm-hmm. completely, I also saw you have with food, you have specifics of do not eat this while you are cleansing. So right. is that mostly sugar? You're trying to stay away from any type of carb sugar initially. Mm-hmm. And then we're trying to stay away from anything that will feed them because we're trying to weaken them to kill them. So yeah. no meats if possible. And if you're going to eat meat, try eating just white meat and grass-fed beef. If you can't do no meat for 30 days, you're just trying to weaken them so that when we come in and shock them with the herbs, they're gone. And you're not like feeding them with past, you know, sugars and alcohol and meats. You're just going to feed them. We're trying yeah. to weaken them. Okay. So that's your whole food protocol. So, and then did you ever Mm -hmm. fast or any of this for your, okay. Do you do it for just, uh, 16 hours or do you do like a day, two day fast? I just do the 16. I follow the 16 one and then I do juice. I juice a lot, especially if I'm going into a cleanse, I will juice. And what kind of juice? Is this just celery or Mm -hmm. some herbs? Do you ever do, do sugar celery? Do I do sugar juice? I like the fruit juice. I'm I'm not a big fan of fruit juice, honestly. <laughs> I do celery, cucumbers, carrots, grapes, and apples. That's my jam. It helps my skin. It helps push any of the toxins out. Okay. So that's your typical juice cleanse mm-hmm. before you go into your parasite cleanse. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, so this is great information. Anything else we should talk about for parasites? I'm trying to think. Um, 
I don't know. So anything I think else people should happen? just cleanse. Like you're that's kind of why that's what that's what my whole account is. It's like what is for me personally we are surrounded not. by so many toxins and everything and then our body is not. not able to function as it typically yep. should. So I think we have like we have to take like an extra step in detoxing and cleansing because mm-hmm. they're just constantly bringing toxins into our body. We so are heavy metals and you know I know even biohackers doctors and they still find heavy metals in their mm-hmm. system they still find glyphosate in their blood and so even them who are doing the most you know the extreme of everything still find this stuff in their body so it's like always doing the detox I've you know the founder of Symbiotica he says he takes the charcoal mm-hmm. binder every day I mean the, these are just something that just like People are like, how often should I take? I'm like, I don't probably all the time. <laughs> I mean, I won't take a binder every day because it specific binders stop me up and you have to poop. Like, yeah. So I'm really careful about making sure if, yeah. if that binder stops me up, I just can't. But yeah, yeah, I mean, we have so much trash that is involved in our lives now that used to not be, and you should give your body a fighting chance. The moment that you stop allowing your organs to be cleared out is the moment that you start getting infections. And, you know, you got to think about it. Like when you look at the way the A and P of your body is the anatomy and physiology of your body, it goes in here and then it starts to go like this, right? All of the nutrients start to break out. Well, what happens if there's a hiccup? How do you fix that? You know, like what if your liver is not filtering what it should be filtering? Then the rest of your organs have to work overtime to to figure out why this organ's not working anymore. So then you're going to wear out your kidneys and your your bladder and your your pancreas because your liver stopped performing and allowing other organs to work properly. So what you're trying to do is bring your body back to a homeostasis level and understand what that should feel like where none of us really know what that feels like because we're so clouded with toxins and shit that's just being thrown at us every day. Yeah. Um, there was, Oh, so do you still see any parasites? Like you are probably very cleansed out now Mm -hmm. and I'm curious. So do you ever still see parasites coming out of you? (laughs) So personally, I have in the last few months because I have been out and about okay. working, um, visiting because we have a shop in Arkansas. And so I'm not eating the best. I, I've gone on a couple cruises, but I see it as a positive thing because that means I've made my body inhospitable and they don't want to live in me anymore. Mm-hmm. So that means that they're starting to migrate out or I might have eaten something that had some eggs in it, the eggs hatched. And they're like, nope, nope, this chick is not welcoming. I'm out. So I also cleanse at least once a month. Like I will I will over the full moon, three days before the full moon, I do a cleanse and a couple of days after the full moon. And why you're doing this during the full moon. Yes. People are probably thinking like, what does she keep talking about? Okay. So can you explain what happens? I guess the parasites come out. They they do. (laughs) They do. And I think that's why everyone's like, everyone's so crazy during a full moon. So the (laughs) 
folklore is that, and this is from the French folklore, which they eat snails, which snails has parasites in them. And so whenever they dewormed, they would do it three days before because the parasites start to dislodge from your your tissue, your blood, and your muscle. And they want to migrate into different spots, creating new families in your body. So they will dislodge themselves and make their way by eating your serotonin, because that's the happy hormone that runs through your body and they love it. And that's why a lot of people that have parasites are sad, anxious, and depressed because Mm. the serotonin is being eaten up. So they eat the serotonin and migrate through their, through your body, dropping eggs and creating new family in your body. And so if you start three days before they're the most vulnerable and the most active, then you, you continue to go over the three days and then the full moon happens which then they're at their peak and then a few days after because now they're starting to settle down in their new environment in your body. Okay. So always it's great to do a cleanse during a full moon. It's best. (laughs) But if you can't, I can never wait. I just would start it. The moment I felt movement, I would start. I I couldn't deal with the movement. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. This is great information for people. People need to know about parasites. And I, I mean, I've listened to many podcasts. People don't think about it, but it's great to just detox and get this all out. It is. So, okay. So you suggest you have the parified, the, the whole... 30 day cleanse. And then mm-hmm. I also saw another gut one you have as well. So like cleansing the colon out. Right. Also have the mold, a little mm-hmm. uh, detox for the mold, which is great. So, um, I guess if that is it, I, <laughs> unless you want to say anything else about parasites, but, uh, do you eat raw fish? That's one. I forgot to ask you that one question. Do you eat raw fish or sushi? I do not anymore. Okay. No matter what, you're like, salmon was my favorite. And that's why I hone in so heavily in salmon because it makes me so mad that I can't eat it anymore. They actually found that farm raised salmon is more toxic than um, any of the junk food that we have right now. It's actually safer to eat Lay's potato chips than it is to eat farm raised salmon. Yeah, I do not eat farm-raised salmon. There was one uh, documentary, See Something, and they showed like all the bacteria and stuff growing mm-hmm. in that because it's not their natural environment. So the right. water gets very, uh, I think there's fungus or bacteria buildup and it's just kind of a whole cycle. I mean, we try to find easier ways, easier or more convenient ways to not let nature do what it's supposed to do. And we think we found a way to, you know, be more productive, but really nature knows best. I feel like. They <laughs> do. Um, so and it's okay. all fish though, not just salmon. It's actually all fish. I get videos every day of like. Oysters. I've heard oysters are pretty, like you have to be very careful with oysters. Yeah. And I love oysters as well. Seafood. I mean, it, this yeah. is a natural thing. The funny thing is, is it's not, it doesn't feel natural to us here in the United States or Western medicine countries like Australia. They have a worm issue. Did you hear about the lady that the worm got pulled out of her brain? No. Really? 
I think maybe okay. I saw that on your page and I was like, I mean, this happened. People do not think about this in the brain or they, yeah. they live everywhere. It's they so do. scary. And I'm curious to, you know, with, this is something I would love to test for, like in Japan, mm-hmm. um, places where fish is so common because heavy metals is a huge issue. There's so many problems that go down when it comes to heavy metals, your testosterone, whatever, your hormones, everything, and then parasites as well. So I'm curious, I would love to go to these countries where all they do is eat fish and see what's going on. I mean, do they They have some type of, yeah, exactly. They they use a lot of herbs. Mm -hmm. Um, Green tea is also something. So I'm just curious there, if we tested their blood and their stool, what would, what would come out? Because obviously we're doing something wrong where people are getting sick all the time Mm -hmm. here. Then other countries that can, that eat a ton of fish, do they have heavy metal toxicity? Do they have, you know, all these parasites? I'm, I'm just very curious about this, but you know, they do use a lot of herbs. They do use the green tea and these little concoctions. So they make sure whatever they eat has an additional layer attached. So pumpkin mm. seeds are a great example. Whenever I am eating my own salad, I put pumpkin seeds so that when it goes into my digestion, then it will mix around. And if there is a possibility that I could have a parasite that's mixed in with my produce, that it actually could be neutralized. So I'm giving myself a better chance of not having my catch it, right? If yeah. my gut isn't real nice and and really smooth and there could be like a divot, which is what's the problem with a lot of our guts, they live in the gut in which there's issues if you're not doing a probiotic. And mm-hmm. a lot of them don't have those gut issues. And so yeah. they just come right out if there is if there does happen to be one. Yeah. So it really does have to do with how our body is functioning. So that's why mm-hmm. we have to take these extra precautions because we're surrounded by toxins and we eat junk food and, you know, and so our body's not able to do what it's supposed to do. So that's why I think it's more of an issue now than before is because we don't, we're not incorporating these herbs where you don't have the microbiome that we should. And then our whole, so they're just getting stuck and able to congregate. <laughs> yes, they're just like let's let's pick up in this. It's a great environment. Let me stay here. I just get sugar all the time. <laughs> Why would they want to leave? <laughs> okay, so um, I guess we'll end this podcast. But at the end, I always am. I since I'm biohacker blondie, um, I like to ask about three biohacks you suggest. You could just do daily tech, whatever you think, whatever you incorporate, um, three biohacks in your life to live your best life. Okay. (laughs) I live my best life with infrared sauna. Mm, Yeah. We all love infrared. Love it. Um, (laughs) I do castor oil, not just packs, Mm -hmm. but I do castor oil with my red light. So I'll like slather myself with castor oil and then I sit in my therapy. Huh? Full body or just, I mean, I've heard, uh, so what do you think about the hair, the eyebrows, mm-hmm. the eyelashes? You just slather it all over. I slather myself up <laughs> and then I sit in my red light thurisage and okay. I let the red light penetrate the seven layers of my skin that then push the castor oil more into my body to break up the toxins. Okay. That's my 
big biohack. I will, if I'm having something going on with my belly, I'll slather it. And I don't just do castor oil packs. Okay. Um, I do castor oil and then I sit in front of the red light to let them both work together harmoniously so that it does the, the most, most it can. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. So it gets everywhere though. Mm-hmm. Very like sticky, oily. Like, so what do you do? I mean, <laughs> I just, I just put a towel down and then I just chill in there for like 15, 20 minutes. And then when I get out, I just wipe myself down with another towel and then I shower. Oh, okay. Okay. So you just get on, get it out. Okay. And then mm-hmm. the third one. Usually like cold therapy. So I try and hack it that way. Or I do parify and I do kill, bind and sweat. What kill, bind? So kill, kill, bind and sweat. Dr. Jess came up with kill, bind and sweat. So basically it's where you take a binder and then you're trying to kill it. You try yeah. and bind it with it and you try and sweat it out. So I'll do a binder and then I'll get into my thoracic or into a sauna and I try and kill it out that way. That's great. I love it. Okay. Those are great three biohacks. So <laughs> anyway. what, are what are your three? I want to know your three. Oh my gosh. What was I just thinking? I always do um, that. I was like, oh, I should mention this, but I, I take a cold shower every morning. I think that's great for hair awakening me up. Um, I journal. I think my gratitude journal just helps me set, you know, my day. I do. I do quite a bit. I, I, I am working out, sweating. I think mm-hmm. that's great. I finally got the infrared sauna blanket, which I love. Um, I know. I just, there's something about sweating like that and get mm-hmm. detoxing, which is just amazing. But working out too, I sweat. So that's just great. Get vitamin D first thing in the morning with the sun just sets my day to a more like energetic, you know, um, state. I don't know. It's just, if I don't do that, if I don't get movement in first thing in the morning, I don't feel the same throughout the day. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just really important. Then I have whole supplement protocol. <laughs> I just always switching things up, but I definitely, uh, am a supplement advocate. Um, so yeah, just can't even think I just do so much, but, and I do blood work. I think I'm a big advocate of blood work. I just think people should do their, yeah. you know, blood panels, figure out what's going on. Um, I think that's a great start to just make sure at least that your body's functioning the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. Blood work's huge. I, yeah. I'm a Western medicine and a traditionalist. Like I think that we, they belong together. I don't, I'm I know. A, yeah. I think you have to know and it's cool because we can know. Yeah. I think it's great to just dive deep and see what nutrients you might, you know, you know, be depleted in or have too much of and come to that homeostasis and find how your body can function its best. And then you can also dive deep into like, you know, toxins and then detox, mm-hmm. go down that. So, but I think that's a great basis. So anyways, but this is so great. I'm so glad you came on and, and to be on the biohacker Blondie podcast where we share all things, health, wellness, longevity, detoxing, uh, get rid of those parasites. So I can't thank you enough for taking this time out of your day and um, coming on my podcast. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks again. Thank you.